1: Good morning. This is the Friday Fireside, and I am here with Jonathan Boltax, who is the co-founder and CEO at Playworks Digital Limited. Jonathan, how are you this morning?
0: I'm great, Rick. It's uh, great to virtually uh, connect.
1: There you go. And, and where are you speaking to
0: us from? So I'm speaking from my beautiful basement here in uh, 30 minutes south of Tel Aviv. Uh, so uh, beautiful weather outside, a little dark inside here. But uh, it's uh, yeah, this is where we're working from these days.
1: All right. Now, I met you when you were at Cablevision on yeah. Long Island.
0: Long Island. You were, you Strong New- Island. Strong Island.
1: Strong Island. You were a New Yorker there, and I was with Zodiac. Uh, who was doing that's games right. for Cablevision, right? Wow, uh, with Alex Libkind and Mike Ripkin, and a few other folks. Wow, that's right, yeah. some, some of them are still there. So, how did you get to Israel and how did you get into games? Let's just do, get a little bit of background here.
0: Sure, um, very, very high level. Before Cablevision, I worked for NBC for many years, and at NBC, I had the good fortune of uh being thrown into the fire of creating uh, interactive television uh, applications and experiences using a technology that most people, besides uh, most people, have never heard of called Intercast, um, and that was my first foray of of creating uh, interactive content on using television as a uh, distribution and an end screen for interactivity. Um, it, it took quite a long time for for that to catch on and still catching on. But from there, I went to cablevision, um, where I was there for many years as well, and with the idea of how do we make money on TV outside of video. And uh, we thought either advertising or games, and we went the games direction and had the good uh, fortune of working with folks like yourself and another partner is actually very interesting. One of our other big uh, partners uh, just sold a games company yesterday for three hundred million dollars called oh. Beach Bum. Yeah, they were a company called Zoden for Play, and then just sold for three hundred million dollars. That's so. I see a lot of good, uh, a lot of good, uh, a lot of good folks came out of those early days. And when I at, at at some point after Cable, when I was doing games at Cablevision, I sort of fell in love with games. And uh, from there, I worked for a company called Oberon Media, which is trying to combine games on desktop at the time, which was the big thing. And they bought a mobile company. They also bought a TV company, which is where I was. And they tried to kind of merge the three of them. Um, didn't so much work out for them, but I, I stuck with it. I stuck with the gaming side of the business, and, um, and I stuck with... Uh, I stuck with TV, and about three and a half years or so ago, uh, Playworks was founded, and uh, we tried with the goal and dream of creating uh, games and distributing them across TV and TV uh, distribution points. And probably the first uh, two years was more... Just kind of figuring it out and creating games and getting distribution. and the last 18 months have, has, been, has been an amazing ride for us as uh, there's been a tornado happening in the industry um, that we can talk about now or, or, or in a little bit but right, well, So a-
1: let me, let me just make one observation. Um, mm-hmm. My work title, which I started back right after I left Zodiac was the ITV Doctor got to have a brand. ITV, meaning interactive television. But Jonathan, you have done something I believe completely unique in the interactive television business. You're making money. <laughs> I'm wow. not sure anybody else is, bud. <laughs>
0: Well, thank you. Um, We weren't always, um, but um, I I appreciate that shout out because it is important um, to our story and to why we're even on this call. Um, So, you know, three things has happened, I think. One is that smart TV, CTV, and I'll use the term whatever you want, you know, there's really an incredible growth of those. A lot of it led by Roku, right? We know over 50 million homes use... um, um, Roku on a, on a monthly basis. We know that smart TVs are growing. I think there's going to be over 44 million smart TV homes in the US alone. And we also know that platforms got a little more powerful, thank God, on the cable and satellite side. So you have great, um, you have great partners. We have great partners like Comcast and Sky in the UK, Germany, and Italy that have set-top boxes that you could actually really make uh, a great game with. So that happened. At the same time, the programmatic advertising world started to explode um, on CTV. And we've seen some, you know, there's been multi-billion dollar IPOs and SPACs over the past, you know, three to six months, even with folks like Innovid and others that are, you know, this is a real industry. So here we are, over you know, in our first two years, getting distribution, making games, and then all of a sudden, more people are viewing and we work, On the backside, creating a programmatic advertising stack that allowed us now to reap the benefits of the industry maturing. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, we feel like, you know, we are on a little bit of a hockey stick ride now. A lot more work and a lot more growth to happen, but uh, it's happening.
1: Okay, so I actually, Jonathan, I... Fired up Roku. I found playworks on Roku. I was oh, playing a game this morning. It's just simple match three of sugar, shack, sugar, something, right?
0: <laughs> okay, very good. So-, so well, you
1: know, I'm I'm not really a gamer per se, but I figured I could do that. A couple of interesting things. One, um, the Roku. Remote does a terrific job with your game. Now, that was a relatively simple game. But I think this gets to one of the issues of interactive television and specifically gamers. You have to have you have to engineer each game for the platform that you're playing on.
0: Right. 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 Well, first of all, that's then. Thank you for playing the game. Sweet sugar um, is the name. (laughs) Um, Kind of a that's a level four, you know. But (laughs) (laughs) that's good. Wow. (laughs) But uh, but you said something super important, and I know you're you're in the know. So so you picked on it right away. We're not taking like our theory and our you know our baseline is we're not taking a mobile game and like sticking it into the TV, and we have to create things from the ground up for the TV. And that means up, down, left, right, select. We don't have any games today. And we did in the past. We stopped doing it. Let's say, use your phone to control the game yep. right now. We don't believe in that at all. We believe in creating the game from the ground up for the TV, for the TV medium, for the lean back experience, for the large screen in the living room. We actually have a lot of interesting and exciting um, things coming out in 2022 around party gaming and things like that. But, but we, the game has to be like, I'm happy to hear about your experience. Which It should be simple. It should be easy to play. Yes. The Roku platform, by the way, is, is, I think, we think it's great. There's, you know, there's a lot you can do there. And uh, each game that we create um, is getting more sophisticated. And by the way, Sweet Sugar, which is a good example, also has in-app purchase in it. So we are now able to, uh, you know, really dive into a monetization vehicle that is more traditional for games. I think in gaming on mobile, 70% of revenue is from in-app purchase, 30% is from advertising. So today we're advertising really not so much in-app purchase. We will be have a heavy focus on in-app purchases as we move into 2022.
1: All right. So now I do have some games that I play on my iPhone, mostly the mm-hmm candy crushes things you know I'm, I'm a simple gamer all right good and good, when good. i do an in-app purchase that goes right to the app store now we know right. some issues about that and king the publisher of that will have an option of having i guess a bank that's separate from the app store how do you handle payment and then from your side settlement right right on in-app purchases let's just pick pick roku i, I know them you know so
0: right Right. So Roku is the best example because yeah. Roku, just like uh, your iPhone, you need to put your credit card in when you begin. So On they your are Roku account. Yeah. So you yeah. are in order, any Roku, whether you remember it or not, you have right. put in you, you have put in your, your credit card. And so for us to transact, we are actually using the payment system that you've already set up. So Roku is the ideal, ideal partner for us to do in our purchase. And actually today, to be honest, other than one other deployment, and a smaller deployment in France, is the only place that we do in-app purchase. Um, that for us needs to change for in order for us to have in, uh, more growth. And we're seeing the rumblings of that happen now. And I can't really talk to it so much right now. Okay. But uh, our hope is that you will start seeing both smart TV as well as even some of the cable, and satellite operators having a billing platform that will hopefully uh, work as, as seamlessly as Roku. And if not, hopefully not be a barrier to entry for people to now uh, use a third-party system, et cetera. We, we won't build a, a, we won't build a purchase system. That's not really what we do, but you know, the, one of the things that's happening in the industry, right? We've seen that now on Apple, the recent announcement of Apple and Epic that you can, you can, you can now use a third-party billing system outside of the app store. So there is a couple of very big and reputable companies that are, are out there that allow for now uh, third-party uh, billing. And if we can integrate those with our partners, then all of a sudden the in-app purchase world expands for us beyond uh roku um but roku is a great test bed that's showing that it works it uh, and it works really well do most
1: consumers on roku enable when they sign up enable the ability to do an in-app purchase or once they confront that screen do they have to go back to their setup screen
0: so that's a good question and you know I, I don't know you do there is a pin right there it is a uh, pin protected so you don't yeah. need to uh have, there's so um, there is some authentication there but um I don't have those statistics I don't but yeah. uh, but we do know that people are are in fact uh purchasing
1: that is that is completely awesome okay so then we get to on my set which is a big samsung um I could be doing all this. Actually, I'm sorry. Excuse me. It's an LG. It's a. Giant <laughs> LG. Okay. So that's I got friends of all of those and Vizio, by the way, who are terrific people.
0: If you don't know them. That's fantastic. Fantastic. They're fantastic. They're, yeah.
1: they're an aggressive group. <laughs> they're actually, yeah. I think, the number there's 11, actually 13 million uh, active sets um probably 25 million total sets but about 13 million active sets in the u.s alone for for Vizio. yeah yeah uh, yeah
0: Vizio. yeah the Vizio is great we uh, thank god work with them as well and you could find our free game service on Vizio as well as some of our video apps and i'll well, uh, have I to think
1: try that, that and try the Vizio remote
0: uh, yeah yeah yeah, right? yeah i mean then, that's uh, the game controller for you right right and that's that but that's a good that's also part of what's you know one of the things that's opened up our growth has been so we have a we have a an sdk and we have a framework that allows us to you know, to create a game and have it go to all these different platforms. A couple of years ago, that wasn't possible, and that really was a massive barrier. So today, when we want to, let's say, publish uh, Sweet Sugar, Sweet Sugar, for the most part, there's no like, there's no like magic. Put it in, and it goes in everywhere. But for like 90% of the way, we can be on Vizio, we can be on Comcast, we can be on Roku, we can be on a number of these platforms, and that allows us to have. Scale um, and growth, which is uh, which was really not there. Anyone back in the cablevision days, right? That you mentioned, we were you, you know you, games were created for one platform, and if you want to do it again, you got to rip it back out and put it again. So those days have kind of changed, and a lot of that is thanks to HTML5. Um, HTML5 is definitely the baseline for most platforms today uh, in the world, even. So that's uh, that, that's good news for us, and good news for all developers uh, whether it be mobile or, or tv etc
1: well games are super hot now netflix is getting into games and i assume that tends to light a fire under your side of the business even though you're probably are are you going to be in netflix games catalog is that a, even the right way to right. say
0: that wow so first of all it's amazing news that Netflix is talking about games. Um, I know they. I think even this week, you know, so much so much happens, right? Every week, I think they acquired a game studio called Night School Studio. They made a, a make a narrative game called Oxenfree. I think that was their first big uh, acquisition. We and Netflix is making even content acquisitions. We know, right? They just, uh, I think, uh, bought the the Roald Dahl Doll collection for like seven hundred million, right? So it gives them like *Child and the Chocolate Factory*, *Matilda*, etc. So you know they're out there doing some interesting things more than interesting things i think they want to write 44 emmys or something i don't know um but that they talk about they today they're gaming and i don't want to talk for them because i don't know the inside inside but it's mobile it's a mobile play where you can now get however if they're listening (laughs) is you know we firmly believe that these games should and ultimately will uh Also, live as TV games, right? If you're watching, you know, the Squid Game on TV, and right after the game, right after you watch it, it says, and play the Squid Game right there, and you know. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the Bride and Groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps)
0: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a
1: guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: I'll tell you why it's so amazing, is we have one of our ad partners that does interactive ads, and they said that using... When for our games, I forget the number. So something like 50% more interactivity. Why? Because the remote control is already in their hand, <laughs> it's just like a default, right? So if the remote control is like two feet away on your couch, just uh, I can't admit, you know, like <laughs> whatever it is, the average consumer is a long lift for them. However, if you're watching the and I think there's an analogy, right? If you're watching the Squid Game, you're like, ah, that was like really weird, disturbing, and I, you know, I now want to play the game, click on my TV, not go to another device, not right there, I know it will be successful. I don't think. I know it will be successful. um, But that's, you know, today for Netflix, you know, a mainstream company. I think the mobile is is the way they're going, which is fine. But uh, I know for sure... um, that uh, that that gaming can, can and should be part of their platform. In fact, not to just ramble on this a little bit because I feel quite passionately about it, but we've done a couple of um, examples of this actually in real life. So we've worked with DreamWorks on Comcast where a number of our games on DreamWorks on Comcast, a number of our DreamWorks games on Comcast have a watch now button. And that watch now button allows viewers to go from the game and directly tune. And we've and again, I can't share um, performance or results, but that type of interactivity exists today and works. People will pl- people who are watching, excuse me, or playing a game can actually be used as a tuning vehicle and, ba- and back the other way, which we actually haven't done. That that would be the, the Netflix example of watching a show and going to the game. Are so you, there's you tremendous opportunity.
1: that at Comcast.
0: Um, so yes. Wow. So there's a such an enormous organization where there's yeah, so yeah, many yeah. people we work with, but, uh, but, um, but that's, you know, that, that's that you could go today. If anyone with an Xfinity X1 can go to DreamWorks, play these DreamWorks games today and tune. It's, it's a real thing um, and very exciting.
1: That's fascinating. So you now have figured out the engineering on Roku and assuming you know how to do it on a Samsung and a Vizio and a bunch of other places. Are you so you have an engine you have a product development team, you have a game development team, right? And mm-hmm. you've got the people with their hats turned around backwards who are sitting there doing <laughs> the engineering to make it work on that remote control. Um I used to say they wore sneakers, but nobody wore sneakers anymore. Um <laughs> But at least in my world, they'd have their hats on backwards and they'd be sitting there eating a combination of uh, uh, Swedish fish and beef jerky. Yeah,
0: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And and Diet Coke. Anyway, (laughs) the same folks. They always exist. And guess what? You can never have enough bandwidth and you can never have enough engineers.
0: And you can never have enough Swedish fish.
1: There you go. So you know how to do this stuff now, right? Would you, this, we'll throw this out of left field, would you work with Netflix on some sort of a contract basis to help them get up and operating on a platform? Now, they'd be competing with you. So there's a thing there, right?
0: Right. It's a, that's a good question. Is so that a business today, that
1: you're looking to get into? Because you know, they're listening. I guarantee you, they're watching. Now.
0: All right. That's good. That's good. So look. So today, we our monetization and our growth comes from... Advertising and in app purchase, right? So in a sense, we're not really like a work for hire shop. However, and a big however, um, Netflix is Netflix, and I believe there's a massive strategic opportunity for both entities. If I could be so bold as a, yeah. you know, a smaller com- a smaller company than Netflix, say that you know we have know-how and frameworks already created um, and ready, and you know over a hundred game engines, you know, for the television that would allow them to very quickly take their IP and make it, uh, make it real on the TV. Um, and, um, I think there is a, an immediate retention value. I don't believe they're in it right for, I don't know, actually, if they're in it for making, you know, additional revenue, but there's that opportunity. as Everything
1: well. I read about their, their move is this is for them um acquisition and various
0: acquisition and retention keeping, right
1: keeping the people engaged so they say i'm doing netflix today
0: right At exactly
1: whatever however mode right, right?
0: Right. So, so there, I think there's, there's, there's a massive synergy between the two of us. And um, I think we would be thrilled to uh, <laughs> to Bye. work with them on this and explain to them, you know, it could be that it's, it's okay. You know, I think it's possible and we run into this quite often that, you know, this is still niche in the world of gaming. Um, and even, you know, still in the world of TV, you know, all this interactivity as, as crazy as it is, it's still, you know, not as mainstream as maybe some of us veterans would like, <laughs> um, and uh, I think it would—I think people would understand it quite, quite, quite quickly. Um, the opportunity today, specifically, uh, to do something meaningful and uh, and impactful on these platforms.
1: Okay, um, we're getting close. On so let me let me get this this question out. No worries. You and I are part of a group of people who are responsible for completely screwing up the television business. It used to be great. There were three or four channels. It was a piece of cake. You could find anything you wanted. Now there's gazillions of content. You can't find anything. And, you know, I'm sorry, Jonathan, you did it, but that's okay. So did I. Um, How do people find Playworks? How does that work for you?
0: Meaning our discovery from a discovery standpoint? Yeah, I mean,
1: how how does it work? If if, if I have a, Mm. as I do, a five-year-old grandson and I Mm -hmm. want him to play a simple game uh, because I'm Mm -hmm. sitting here at my desk working and I really don't want him spending the entire day watching Paw Patrol. uh, If I didn't have you, how do I find you?
0: Okay, so that's that's a the million-dollar question on any platform, really is, right? On, on mobile, on desktop, on Steam, on, yep. you know, on all these. Uh, so discovery um, in this world um, is platform, depends on the platform, right? So it could be that you work with cable operator X and they're really excited that you have Christmas-related games and they have a Christmas collection and you're put right in there and that's the step one of discovery, right? right? So that's, you know, it could be that they, you know, actually, I'll, if you today you go to Sky, Sky, if anyone's out there who has a Sky, uh, um, the Sky service, we're actually quite up top, you know, because I think they're seeing the great usage and the great retention that they're voluntarily listing us, um, you know, very high up uh, on the menu. And so uh, that's a great opportunity for discovery for us. What's the for us probably the most interesting maybe recent development is that so how does how does this really work on mobile and games is user acquisition is the name of the game right yeah. is that you know when a game can figure out if they spend a dollar in user acquisition and they can make a dollar 5 you go put down 10 million dollars on that and you could you know make a pretty penny so that doesn't exist so much it's not as mature today on the tv mm-hmm. but it's starting to be and you talk about folks like visio who have very smart um, Um, tools and ways to buy
1: they do seasonal marketing i I am sure they will have a bundle you mentioned it of you know christmas movies and you know they did Mm -hmm. they did a deal with pluto Mm pre-viacom where they basically rebrand pluto
0: right so 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 a mix of of i think proving proving that games are are important as a as a content will get uh gives us i think um a placement and disc- so with that comes discovery and B I think in the future um, and we're fine we're you know we're excited about user acquisition we're, we're happy to pay for it if we can you know if there's a you know lifetime value of the customer is X we pay Y and it yields a positive number that's a great formula and uh, we don't have so much experience of that to date but we know there's a lot of opportunity and um, you know we're hoping that 2022 that we can really prove out that formula and then you know we can really uh, we can really have even greater growth than what we're currently have.
1: All right. So, last question: You had a fabulous eighteen months because, mm-hmm. as the world closed down, people turned to television, and people obviously turned to television games. What does twenty twenty two and beyond look like for Playworks? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, we think that although we definitely maybe benefited from from folks at home, the trend has had already started. Um, from a device perspective, Roku was already growing. Smart TVs were already growing. The platforms are already strong. And so 2022 for us is making better game, better, we all know great content is great content. We will be making greater content. Uh, We will be hopefully having Increased distribution. We hopefully will be uh, both organically uh, growing our user base, as well as through things like user acquisition, doing things like party gaming. Um, we didn't really talk about it so much, but uh, on the video side, we operate over a hundred different uh, video portals um, using from from YouTubers, and we'll be using those very big YouTubers and creating games with them as well. Um, and uh, there's also one last a lot to talk about also gaming is getting bigger we just finished two big campaigns with Lego um, one is still running so if anyone uh, goes to uh, let's say on Comcast today or, or, or Vizio or others you'll see a uh, Super Mario Lego game that, um, that's uh, an example of gaming. and um, so that's that's very exciting taking one of our engines branding it with uh, with a brand and then the commercials in there are the uh, are actual the commercials from the Super Mario game so everyone wins our partners our distributors as we and uh and lego wins as well um so that's also will happened, and uh and we also hope to really uh expand uh in our purchases within our game so a little bit of a mouthful but um we kind of even though we've been doing it we kind of just begun now that we're uh, seeing the usage and the uh opportunity now it's time to double triple quadruple down and uh hopefully have a, an exciting 2022
1: And the beauty of your business is it follows the rules of my favorite word in the television business. You've got scale. You find the game, you put the game on the platform, and it doesn't matter how many people are using it. You do not have incremental costs associated with users coming on. What you have is incremental revenue associated with users coming on.
0: Right. Not one, one, business. Yeah. one note on that, Rick, and this is actually really, this is important for, I, I, you know, just people to understand, but game, successful games on mobile are kind of our service. There's games as a service, right? Candy Crush is making a new X every day, you know, or every week or whatever it may be. As we mature, now we need to do that as well. So believe it or not, we, we do, we have what you said, but, For the first time, really, we actually now need, if we have a successful game, we need to put team on it and we need to have sprints and we need to improve that game on a weekly, monthly basis because because it's working. And that's a good sign. It does mean more work, work, um, but it shows the maturity of the business that that actually is happening. So that's a really great sign. You know what's interesting? One
1: of the questions I like to ask my guests is, are you having fun? But in your case, you're having a
0: ball. You are like, having uh, a yeah. great time with this. TV, games, my kids think I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. Well, guess what? We are, we are out of time. Jonathan Boltex uh, from Playworks Digital Limited in Israel. Thank you very much for your time.
0: Super pleasure, Rick. Thank you so much. All the best. And
1: I'll say as I say to all my friends when we sign off, just be nice to each other.
0: Uh, amen. <laughs>